talking music, building businesses, and the grit in the journey. We're Skriz and Adam, and welcome to The Rise. live. Adam, how are you doing? I am doing good, but I do have a, a question for you. Hey, hit me, Adam. Let's go. Are you a baseball guy? This is not my question. Are you a baseball guy? <laughs> not a baseball guy at all. I've but actually never played. I've played kickball, which is not baseball. No, it's I not, not baseball. I'm bad at kickball, so if I played baseball, I'm imagining I'd be terrible. Well, Like, no contact. So... If you were a baseball fan, this would be a baseball reference. But since you're okay. a huge kickball fan, this would be more of a kickball <laughs> reference to you. Okay, sure. Uh, I'm not but, a kickball fan. I'm saying I'm, I'm saying I'm bad at kickball, which means by transitive or whatever property, I'm terrible at baseball. <laughs> Sounds hey, good. Hey, give me, give me, give me. Yeah, I, honestly, I could not imagine you being good at baseball. No. But anyway, so in baseball, obviously, when you swing the bat, you want to hit sure. the ball. Obviously, let's go. But when I swing the bat. But what I want to ask you though, when you swing and you miss, it's not a good feeling. So what nope. did, tell me about sure. a big swing and miss that you've had. Gotcha. Biggest swing and miss. Well, I'm sure if it was playing baseball, it'd be a big swing and miss. Uh, wait, so <laughs> I in feel like music. you fall down. If you, for baseball fans, if you swing and you miss and you fall down, that's as embarrassing okay, as it Okay, so the, what's my, what's my like, swing, what's miss, and fall? What's your version of that? Yeah. My swing, miss, and fall down. Um, I have one obvious one, but give me a sec. I feel like, the, I feel like there might be a couple here. Um... I feel like they're too late, like kind of lying in in the. It's actually, they're, they're both flops for the same reasons. The more I think about it, actually, for me the big one was um, my debut Grizzly Project stains. Stains took five years to make. Took my life savings to make, like five years. Took five years to make five songs. Now I make five songs in like a week. Um, but took so, was that because you were trying to be such a perfectionist on it? It was or? perfectionist, but also was that I, the fact that that's how I learned how to make records. I had no fucking idea what I was doing. I mean, it's so different. I mean, I look back and it's like when I'm guiding a mix or I'm guiding additional production, like I'm razor sharp now. I know exactly what to tell the person I'm working with to get what I want. And um, back then I just didn't. I'm just like, this is wrong. I don't know how to communicate how to get it right. You know what I mean? Hmm. It was so fucking difficult. And it's for, that's also me with myself. It's like, I'm making records and uh, I'm like, this is wrong. How do I make it right? Also, I wasn't a good singer. I didn't even fucking sing at the time. So I was like, I was like, I was like re-recording it over and over again to get it sound right. I'm like, this doesn't sound, it sounds great now. All right. Time out, time out. When you say you didn't know how to sing. I didn't really start singing until I was like in my twenties. But when you were like 16, were you like really good at singing happy birthday? And you're like, I actually have a pretty good voice. Or like, no, did you I ever mean, like, sing and people were like, you know, I good sang voice? in like bands and like okay. I sang, but like it wasn't the thing. Like, like the guitar solo was six times longer than, gotcha. than me saying, hey, or some shit. You know right, what I right, mean? Right. So like singing wasn't really the thing. And at that point in my life, I, I really wanted to pursue production. But I just kind of stumbled in the fact that my voice sounded good over my production. Um, whatever. But in short, there's just so much effort put into it. And then I brought so many people on to help me. And it created, like, I mean, essentially, even after it was released, it created such a huge industry buzz, you know, where I got, like, a massive record deal and all this stuff happened. But the truth of the matter is when it came, like, I always make the end, like, I, I don't have my phone, I'm charging over there, but, like, I get more streams probably in two minutes than I got the first two years. It's like insane. You know what I mean? In a stream, 
so that everyone's clear and so I'm clear. Sure. That's literally someone just clicking play on your song. Yeah. So when I'm driving over and I put on Foolish. Yeah. Shout out to Foolish. Foolish great song. Any single, any single like now. Yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Great song. Uh, uh, exactly. So it's like it's it's like for me it's like you know um, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, YouTube, and there's other things like Deezer and whatever. Sure. You accumulate all those together, like what I get in two minutes is way bigger than what I was getting in a fucking year. And it was just such a, a heartbreaking thing to see. I think we've talked about this in another episode, or we will talk about it in another episode, is that like there just wasn't support and there wasn't a vehicle for it. And obviously streaming is different now because streaming is just now so much bigger. But there was just like there was just no consumption. Um there was just no consumption. It just wasn't it wasn't selling there wasn't selling millions of records. I sure as hell wanted it to go platinum, but it didn't. You know and what I mean? So was it was the disappointment more of like you put all this time into it, all this money in it, you got people involved into it. I'm sure like your family. And but also and then, and then the buzz was so big. The industry right. I've never had industry buzz like that ever since. It was such a big buzz around this revolutionary sound. And then what it commercially, what did it amount to? And Literally what, so, nothing. And was it the fact that like was it getting picked up by radio stations or no? By any, it wasn't like, it wasn't doing anything. Nothing. Like like remember like my A and R Atlantic saying like you know it's about a release like so you know just look up who's posting it and then make relationships with those people. I'm talking like him, uh, <laughs> and I'm like I'm like bro, you don't get it. Nobody's posting it. Right. Like you're missing the point. Like is crickets like did anyone give you negative feedback as like it's not working because of this? No, that was the main fucking issue. So nobody was even like, hey, so, sorry, man, but like, we don't like that you sound like this. No. Or this no. doesn't I remember one well. of the heads, and I don't even know why we played it to the head of Urban, because we thought like, someone played this tipping point for the head of Urban at Spotify, and he's like, I tasted the soup, I don't like the soup. <laughs> First of all, it's the wrong person to be playing it for. Second of all, what don't you like about the soup? He's like, just don't like the soup. He had some like soup analogy, and I was like, "It's kind of a fire analogy." That is kind of. It's, cool it's like, like I don't need to eat the whole soup to know I don't like the soup. It's true, honestly. That is. I and I'm like, I okay, more that. power to you. I mean, since then the record's gone on to do its thing, um, but yeah, I think that was an interesting one. And then fast forward a couple of years, I released another EP. <laughs> it just goes to show I shouldn't be making EPs. And like, what is an EP? It's like four or five songs. So basically, a short small album, album. Small yeah. album. You drop it all at once. And uh, I made a concept album, the Atlantic City EP, which like my fans love and I love. I think it's awesome. I play the whole thing live all the time, like oh, yeah. all the way through. We did it in Boston all the time. All the time. I think we did it in Boston regularly before it was out. I would we play... had that EP CD in my Boston apartment forever. Uh, that's fine. We just was sitting right on our, on that's our fire. main area in the living room. But uh, I may blame myself for this, but like I dropped all four songs at once. And at that point, it was just suicide. But at, since then, like, Motel Room has really blown up. Like, a lot of the stuff has really, like, it was just suicide. I should have been dropping one song at a time, and I didn't do that. So that was a huge swing and a miss. But I was just trying to emphasize the fact that it was a concept project. But I think 99.9999999% of people miss that. Isn't that how the majority of people in the industry do it, though? Or at least they used to do it, was you would just drop all 15 songs Oh, for sure, but not once. anymore. Right. As of, like, people in early 2017 realized that's not the move. I got the memo a couple months too late. Why, why is that? Is that just because people don't want to Think listen? of it this way. I mean, I think um, artist Russ explained it really, really well. He was dropping, like, an album every six months. And he's like, track one has the most streams. Track two has the second most streams. Track sure. three has the third most streams. Track yep. four, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So why don't we just make everything track one? 
It's true. It was literally it's like the album can have five million streams or the album can have twenty million streams. It's and such I'll, a simple thing. I'll even say just as you know, people know if they've listened to previous episodes, I I'm a fan of yours and that's how we sure. you yeah, know, yeah, the yeah, relationship totally. even started. But like Anytime a new song comes out for you, I'm like, oh, nice. I have this new song for a few weeks or exactly. a month or whatever, however long until you, you put then, your new one out. Yes. Where if it exactly. was on an album of 15, I might not you, listen you, to you it. You're probably not going to listen to it. You're going to gravitate to one. Yep. It's just a no-brainer. I mean, I feel, I feel like this isn't rocket science. If you're Drake, you can drop an album. If you're Taylor Swift, you can drop an album. But even I look at, like, Kanye is one of my favorites of all time. Love Shh. Kanye. Yeah, for sure. And, like, I, I look at College Dropout. And like my original, like when that when that album first came out, there was one or two songs. Also, I really yesterday liked. was the 17 year anniversary of that college dropout. It's a hell shout of out day. Kanye. Yeah, Great shout album. out Kanye. We, Great album. What do you say we get Kanye in the podcast? Get Kanye in the podcast. Hey, what were we saying? But it's, yeah, like, but then as, as time goes on, now you start to learn about new songs on the album that you never really gave the oh, time of day sure. to. Then, where if it, they did come out one at a time, you have an opportunity to really like get a to real know each song. Vetting process. Yeah, um, it's a really good point. It's a really good point. So. I think I learned a lot about not not dropping EPs. <laughs> I think that's what I learned. Right. But I think it was also like, I mean, the, the the issue with stains. Well, the it's it's so funny how it works, and I, I feel like so th- we're, this is the rise. So I think this is actually a testament to the rise. At these points, I would say I was at there's zero percent, there's hundred percent, hundred percent means the biggest artist on earth or whatever, selling a zillion records. Like at zero percent, the issue was. Stains didn't wasn't a rock album. It wasn't a pop album. It wasn't a hip hop album. It wasn't a country album. It wasn't any of those things. So because of that, it got zero love. Fast forward a couple years later, same thing kind of went for. I think we remember the guy Interscope. He was just like, "This is really really good," but what is it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Same thing with the Atlantic City EP. He was like, "It wasn't anything." And let's say I'm let's say I'm ten percent right now, or maybe five percent. Let's feel a little more humble. I'm five percent right now, and um, Spotify. Spotify and Amazon and Apple, shout out to all the curators. They've decided I am an alternative rock artist. You know what I mean? I'm an alternative rock artist, so I get all those things. Spotify, if you look up my songs and go underneath it, it'll start to hint that I am suggested for playlists like New in Nashville or Wild Country or Wild Pop. So the the computer's beginning to pick up that I could exist in pop and I could exist in country. Mm. Um, so it's like... It's almost like you don't fit into boxes because you're unsuccessful and you fit into every box because you are successful. Sure, sure. So it's like it really is goes back to the you got to force your hand, you know? Yeah, I mean, you have to you have to. But it's also like momentum breeds everything. Like if you're doing well and like people love you and you have a you have a sure. name, then it doesn't matter if you have sure. a brand or not. If you don't have if you don't fall into a certain bucket, then people are like that's what makes him or her so great is that sure. they don't fall into a bucket. So totally. it, it really is all about perception and about the momentum that you have. Totally. But what about totally. like you know, one of the things about being an artist is you fully put yourself out there. Like when you go to a show, you know, you might have a thousand people show up. You might have five people show up. Zero. You know, right. I remember here was the ZZ Top documentary. They had like, they were on just on the come up and they had this show and like just one guy. It was just one dude. And they're like, we played the whole fucking show. Yeah. And we know that guy to this day. He still comes to the shows. But ZZ Top played a show for one person. Yeah. At like a venue, like a venue. And it was like one guy came up and they're like, damn, we're going to rock it. Like, fuck it. Yeah, well, there's like, I don't know if it's a meme. I don't even know what the hell you call it. I'm not, I'm yeah, not like you. Yeah, not meme savvy. Not, me, not meme savvy, but I think there was like a meme of like Ed Sheeran performing at a, a mall back in the day. And there was a video of it. 
and there's like 15 fans there and then everyone else just walking right by oh, don't I'm even sure. give it any attention yeah. and it's like that's Ed Sheeran the same Ed Sheeran number one selling artist on earth yeah. right not too long ago where no one gave him time of the day oh for sure and now it's like you can't even get a ticket to one of his shows yeah of course so I'm sure that you know when you're an artist like you don't know and it, that's got to be a tough thing you know, you have to be locked into just giving your best performance, but it's a lot easier to give your best performance. Well, I think I just like I think it's great that you ask what's the biggest swing and miss, but I think like to anyone that cares what I have to say, much more important than your biggest swing and miss is that eighty-five percent of the time you're going to swing and miss. Sure. So it's like just keep swinging. Right. I, I think like I was on the phone with someone I, I do business with, and I was just kind of giving him like it was like a catch-up kind of call, and I was just like, hey, like. Quality is the most important thing, but right now it's quantity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not not saying against quality. We're still doing quality, but like I plan on dropping 15 songs on the DSPs, and hopefully this podcast included um, 40 pieces of content on my YouTube channel. Like mm-hmm. we're just we're just hitting them, and I don't know what's gonna stick, and I don't know what's not, and I don't know what's gonna blow up in Spain, and I don't know what's not. I don't. I just don't know. You don't know. Well, so just get a, ready to just swing and yeah. miss a lot. I think that's a great way to wrap up wrap up this episode. Is it's 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 not about trying to hit a home run every time or even getting a single every time. Like like you gotta you gotta shoot the ball to have a chance to make just it. Try to get on on the plate as much as possible right. to swing. Just keep swinging and like whatever the hell it is you want, like you gotta just keep on fucking swinging.